Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of It's Super Effective. My name is SBJ with some of the worst intros ever. This is the most dysfunctional Pokemon podcast. And with me today, I have Micah. So tell me about yourself. Are you a boy or a girl? I am a Pokemon named Zigzagoon. That's not one of the options that <laughs> Professor Oak gives you. So <laughs> Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> if you are a new listener, or maybe you're a old listener who missed the last couple episodes, <laughs> this is a, another mini, even though these episodes have been like 45 minutes long, mini episode of It's Super Effective, uh, where Micah and I talk about our journey through Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire so we kind of skip uh, the whole format of the show just to talk about uh, getting from point A to point B. Isn't that right, Micah? Correct. <laughs> badge to badge. Badge to badge. Unless One badge longer. at a time. Um, we, uh, where, where did we leave off last? That one place. Duford. Duford. The knuckle badge. Duford Town. Um, was Brawley. Yeah, let's just uh, before we dive into things, actually, a little bit of news. There's there's not a lot of news that normally comes out right after, um, right after games get released. Besides like special event Pokemon and stuff, I think you can still get your uh, uh, what is that a Beldum for free by connecting to Mystery Gift. I thought at some point there was rumor that they were going to do away with Mystery Gift, like online. Mystery oh. gift. Wasn't there like some issue with? Mm, the... I don't know. I didn't hear that. Hmm. I'm happy that they're still doing it. That's the point that I'm <laughs> making. <laughs> um, uh, two bits of news. None of it's that important. If you follow the TCG, uh, they're, the next TCG set that seems to be coming out is called Primal Clash. And that could be changed. But uh, they show a... Uh, a wish cash card um, in its primal form. So uh, that could be speculation. I could be completely wrong, or maybe I'm reading the translations wrong here, but that's speculation that other fossils will have primal forms like Kyogre and Grodon, who are the only two Pokemon currently with primal forms. I'm on board with that. I could be wrong, though. I like I like the primal Mega idea, whatever I mean, you. It's just mega, except it's called primal. That's right. Uh, the other bit of news <laughs> is PokemonCenter.com, which was which everyone was super excited for when it came out to buy Pokemon merchandise, and then somehow everyone kind of forgot about it. Um, they are continuing to update their stock, and right now they have a whole bunch of seasonal items like a, a Snowman Pikachu and. I believe there is a Froakie, a Chespin, and a Fennekin, Christmas-like, holiday-like stuffed animal. 
plush. So if you're into holiday Pokemon and you like to buy plushies, PokemonCenter.com has a bunch of stuff. You've purchased a few things from there, right? I have, yes. I purchased the, the Mewtwo Tumblr, which I was a little disappointed with because the, the internal seal wasn't sealed. But I also got the running Pikachu. And I might buy the... They have a, they have a Pikachu mug up there that I might get. Ooh. I think they have two Pikachu mugs. One's like completely white and one's black. I'll have uh, to check that out. But when people were like, what should I get you for Christmas? I was like, I don't know. Just go to PokemonCenter.com. There's stuff there. I'd be happy. I'm, Except for I'm their Pikachu shirts. Mugs. Their shirts are really overpriced. They're like 30 bucks a shirt. Seriously? Yeah. That's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Even $20 a shirt is kind of pushing it. Unless it's free shipping. Then it's like, all right. Fair enough. Man, those snowman plushes are pretty sweet, though. Yeah, they're up there. I'm peeping this right now. <laughs> that Froakie looks like a sleeping old man. I can't with a scarf. Is 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 he a snowman or is it a Froakie with a scarf? It's it's a Froakie with a scarf, but they're all snowmen, so they're all completely white. Okay. And like fluffy sort of to to look like they're made of snow. So they have one for each of the three X and Y starters. And then a Pikachu with like a fez on, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like he's got a fez on. I don't know why a fez. That's odd. Their scarves are these guys play Pikachu, man. Okay, <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> their uh, their scarves are colored to match their colors, but the Froakie is amazing because he's got those like, he's got the like slit eyes, so it looks like he's like he's his eyes are closed, and he's completely white uh, except for his little mustache, balls, whatever the on the front of his face. So he just looks like a sleeping old man with a mustache and a comfy scarf. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's what's going on on PokemonCenter.com. <laughs> I thought there was, yeah, there's one more Pikachu. There's a, there's a Pikachu dressed up as a Santa Claus as well, if you go, okay. to, if you go to New Arrivals. There's a lot of... I guess I, re- I really haven't been paying attention to this at all. I was one of the people that you were describing. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> that just like was excited for it initially, and then I was like, oh, I don't, I stopped caring about this. The the other, a, I just stopped paying attention. I guess the other, I guess cool, except I would never buy kind of thing is if you go to, I believe it's Home and Decor, and I think it's under Art. They have framed art by Ken Sugimori. Uh, one is a Xerneas. Painting and the other is a uh, Yvatel painting, and they're framed art pieces for two hundred and fifty dollars. There's also a really amazing graphic novel-ish style, like story poster about uh, an Esper with what looks like a Pokepuff and some like Meowstic. Uh, go look at it. It's amazing. Oh, if you haven't art. been there and you haven't looked at this under home home and decor and art, it's uh, really well done and also probably the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I just saw this too. It's a Esper and Meowstic Wanted Fine Art Print. It's 80 bucks. Uh, I don't think it's framed, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. I mean, I would almost want to buy this because I love Esper and Meowstic a lot. It looks like, just from 
skimming it over, an Esper runs away from home with his Pokepuff. And then the two Meowstic parents, maybe, go looking for him with wanted posters. And there's a really confused Den Dene. Is that how you pronounce that, Pokemon? Uh, one that looks like a ba- baby Raichu. It's pretty cute. There's some cool stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, it's not framed. It's a high quality, it says a high quality print, perfect for framing. Welcome to its super effective art gallery edition, where we review prints that are available on websites. I mean, I put on like this art show where people could buy Pokemon prints, (laughs) but they definitely weren't $250. That's asking for a lot. Is that what the, oh yeah. That's the framework, yeah. Yeesh. Mm. That's, a, that's a lot of money. Mm-mm. The mugs are pretty cool, though. The yes. Pikachu mugs. Uh, so if you're out of ideals for holiday shopping, PokemonCenter.com. There you go. And Pokemon all... Center, if you are listening and you are looking for sponsors, <laughs> it's super effective. Right up your alley. Uh, PokemonCenter.com okay. for all your three-ring binder needs. Duford Town. I got Duford. notes. We both we both left Duford, and they they take us right to some kind of route. I didn't write down the route, but it pretty much puts us on the beach, in uh in the town with the really annoying music. Slateport. Yep, Slateport. Does Slateport the beach... beach and Slateport town? I think it's town. Slateport city. There we go. Uh yeah, Route One Hundred Nine is the beach. So after after the boat that takes you to Duford Town after you beat um what's his name? Brawly. Brawly. Uh you go back to that boat and he gives you an option to go to Route one oh nine or to the route you just came from, which I can't remember what route that was, but you know you guys know what I'm talking about. Or you're so far past that that it doesn't even matter. Um But on the beach, there's a bunch of little kids with tubes. Water tubes. What are they called? Life sit. No. Life preservers. Life preservers. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not what's happening on this beach. Um. Uh. There's a, a there's long a, Sunday. <laughs> there's a set of twins that give you soft sand on the beach. Uh. There's a couple other. There's other, a PP up, I think. Yep. A couple other kids on the beach to battle, and then there is the seashore house. Did you go into the seashore house? I did. The cool cool people's diner shack for cool people. Yes, yeah, where, where the owner forces his daughter to stand outside. <laughs> for the sake of the family business. Makes uh, sense to me. <laughs> um, if you battle everyone, I think there's five trainers in the seashore, uh, in the seashore house. And what I like is the two trainers... Um, like sitting down eating when you battle them, your character actually like sits down before the battle. Yeah. I thought that I was kind of funny. That was cool. Uh, but if you, if you beat all five trainers, you get a free soda pop. I think you get six of them. Do you? Yeah. I think you get, I think it was cause I was trying to remember. I was like, I know you get multiple of something. And I went and looked it up and I think it said you get six soda pops. Either way, you get a soda pop or some soda pops. <laughs> uh, 
that was about it on the beach. Uh, yeah, there was a PP up up in the uh, what is it? The upper n- north corner, to uh, the well, left. Upper left, yeah. Um, I don't know if there was much else on the beach. Uh, two ways to get into S- Slate Port City. Um, there's the the center way, and if you go all the way to the right, there's another way. Doesn't matter. They both take you to the same spot. All the way to the right, they have a lighthouse. Um, and they have a couple major places here. I'll read them off. But there's no there's no gym here, which is interesting. It's interesting because it's uh, yeah. There's no gym, and it's the it's probably the biggest play, the biggest city that you've been to so far. Right. Right. Um, uh, everyone in the town is obsessed with uh, you naming your Pokemon. So, uh, iconically, there is the name Raider's house, who is there, and the characters explain that you can't nickname a Pokemon from another person because that's the bond they had. And it made me think how that is one of the reasons why I dislike trading. Um, Not so much that to rename somebody else's nickname Pokemon, but I hate, like... I don't like getting something like just as simple as a Farfetch through a trade, and that Farfetch's name is Farfetch, but I can't rename it because it's considered a nickname even though it's not. Right. And that's what bothers me. Like, I totally get if that Farfetch has a nickname, but if mm-hmm. it doesn't have a nickname, let me rename it because apparently that trainer doesn't have a good bond with it. To it's give not it willing to nickname it. So, it, so we're... Where you consider good bonds to be. That is where I consider <laughs> the best bonds to be. That I have terrible bonds with my Pokemon. Are you not a nicknamer? I, I don't. I have not been. A, I used to, like, occasionally. And then sometimes if I would be breeding things specifically for competitive play, I would nickname. But on the whole, I, I don't know why, for whatever reason, just to, like, maybe maintain its purity... As that Pokemon, I just don't nickname anything. We can see that. It's also like a lot of work. You gotta think. (laughs) Gotta use your brain. Um, (laughs) Just uh, not interested in that. (laughs) We have uh, the Pokemon Center, Pokemart. We have the little, what do they call that? Uh, Shop Plaza, little country fair kind of thing going on. Yeah, it's like an outdoor market. Yeah, a bunch of tents, people selling things on tables. Uh, in in this place, there's a doll shop, not open. Uh, decoration supplier, uh, incense incense seller. There you go. That's <laughs> the other one. The other one is a completely different shop. <laughs> I don't want to go to that shop. Uh, the energy guru. Uh, the TM salesman, and uh, that's about it. The interesting thing I, I I wanted to bring up, though, I don't know if you found it or not, but there was, like, in front of the doll shop, there was, like, some sparklies going on. Yes. And uh, there was, I wrote this down, uh, an Alakazite. Alakazite? Is that what you got? Yep, that was. You know, Megastones, no big deal. We just leave them. Just dropped on the ground. I actually really like that. I like that you can find them in the in the wild in these like 
specific locations and they're hidden. And I don't know. I would, I enjoy that more than I would enjoy just having to walk into a shop and be like, well, I got enough money. I'm just going to clear it out and that's done. Now <laughs> I can just attach them to everything and we're done. Like, what do you think was going on in the doll shop owner's mind? She's not selling anything. It's right Look in front the of her. Stone. I better leave that there. <laughs> There's the the Pokemon fan club. Uh, also there, I think they give you something. I can't remember. Uh, we also have the Stern Shipyard and the Oceanic Museum and the Slateport Harbor because you just can't have enough buildings in one town. That's right. Um, the Stern Shipyard, really cool, actually, because when you go above the ship, the camera kind of pans in a way over the ship, which I really liked. Oh, yeah. There's also a creepy dude on the second floor off to the corner who, like, tells you to, like, explore life. Yeah, man. Just put your sandals on and... <laughs> uh, this is uh, also... The, where the plot is starting to thicken with Team Aqua or Team Magma, whoever you have. Uh, when you get to the Oceanic Museum, there's a whole line of grunts trying to get in, which is at least funny for comedy purposes to see all these grunts lined up. Well, their their dialogue is pretty funny, too. If you talk to them, they have some funny things to say while they're standing in their line. Right, right, right. Uh, they have funny things to say once you get inside, too. Um I can't remember what initiates the line to leave. I just kind of talked to everyone in town and went back, and then the line was gone. I think you have to talk to... There's somebody that you have to talk to. Um, what was the other building? There's the museum, and then there's the... Uh, the the Slateport Harbor. Uh, that's when you walk in. There's it's like a changed perspective, and there's it looks like there's supposed to be a ship there, but it's not. Is that right? I could have got that and the shipyard messed up because there's Stern mm. Shipyard, which is below the museum. And right. Slateport Harbor. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Stern's Shipyard. I think you have to talk to him. And I think you have to talk to the guy inside and he tells you that, like, he's not here right now. You might want to check out whatever. And then I think that's when, when you leave there. Because the reason you're here is that after you completed your last mission for Mr. Stone... And when you return to Mr. Briny, he says, Mr. Stone has another task for you. I don't know if he's like, if you're in the mob now and he's the Don, like, but he's just sending messages you're part to of the people for now. you. That's a, <laughs> the Stone family. Stone We're real generous. See ya. We hand you, we just give you items inside caves. You work real hard, we give you two zigzagoons. <laughs> We got them coming out of the kazoo. <laughs> the kazoos. <laughs> uh, so you're here on another Mr. Stone mission, and he wants you to talk to Captain Stern, who is not in his shipyard. I think he says he's in the museum. So then when you go to the museum, I think that's when, like after you talk to the to the guy, that's when the line is let in. Right, and then they charge you 50 pokey dollars to get in. Yes. I actually, I went and looked this up because I was curious. I was like, what if I didn't have 50 pokey dollars on me? And uh, apparently they will let you trainer. in. Right. I was like, well, what just, you know, what happens if I just blew it all on po 
Pokeballs. I, I got a really good deal, and they talked it's so good they talked about it on the news. Look, I have these TV reporters watching every second I spend spending money. I need to impress them. <laughs> I might as well just spend all my money so that I can watch about it on the news. So they will actually let you in even if you don't have money. I don't know what the dialogue is for that because I had the money for it, but... Because I was like, this is uh, this is an important plot point. Like, am I just stuck here if I can't? Look, Micah, we, we see you're out money. of money, but Mr. Stone is very generous. He uh, <laughs> he paid your wager to get in. He talked to them for you. Oh, you must be here on behalf of Mr. Stone. Come right this way. Mr. Stone, Stone he sent us a zigzagoon. <laughs> just slipping zigzagoons across the table. Listen. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Listen, I got this torchic. <laughs> you think it's worth it? Um, <laughs> when I started up my game today, I got an Eon ticket. Did you? I did. I don't know who That's I. Awesome. I don't know who I street passed. That means now I'm gonna get an Eon ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm not, I don't even know where to take it, but I have an Eon ticket. That's that's pretty sweet. Uh, I've heard that of that from other people too. Like uh, on the, I I read on the Pokemon subreddit. I think one guy said he was just walking around his school, and like eight people at once got the Eon ticket. Like he could, they were all talking, just like walking around trying to, I don't know, talking about it or something. I mean, my my DS is always in my bag, but I didn't go. Like I don't bring my bag into like stores or anything. So it would have had to have been when I like, like a kid, in like a Target parking lot who's playing or who walked by my car or something. I'd imagine. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, a couple other things in uh, in what was stale stale at stale city slateboard. <laughs> uh, there's a fur fru trimmer, uh, which is nice for people that love fur fru from X and Y. Uh, it's in the fan club right in the fan club uh, also in the fan club you get a soothe bell we talked about the mega stone and then uh, when you get into the museum uh, you get thief from one of the aqua thieves he gives it to you I forget he says something funny when he gives it to you but uh, you battle you battle two grunts back to back one of the grunts say they're like the 27th best grunt in the <laughs> <laughs> in Team Aqua, and then uh, and then Archie shows up, and for you, I don't know what your dude's name is. Oh crap! I forgot to write it down. Uh, one second. Let me check the uh, the old interwebs. Maxi. Maxi? Is that yes. it? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's right. Okay. Maxi, and they. Uh... He's very uh, fu- futuristic looking, I guess. That's one of the things I noticed about the the Team Magma versus Team Aqua. Like Team Magma looks like wealthy nerds, I guess. So Team Flare. Yes, and then Team Aqua looks like pirates. Uh, pirates, sort of. Also, just angry ripped dudes. Like they're all in, look like they've been, just been lifting weights. And everybody on Team Magma looks like they've been sitting behind computers, so. I mean, that's fair, I guess. I mean, you have to have abs if you're a swimmer. (laughs) 
Uh, Makes sense. But uh, but neither of the leaders got to the bottom of that mystery. <laughs> neither neither of the leaders battle you. Uh, they both say something along the line of you know, uh, next time you get in their way, you know, they're going to murder you. Yep, very very subtly threaten you, threaten this <laughs> child in front of them. Uh, then uh, finally, you get to leave the uh, awful stale city. Because I'm I'm not gonna lie, I can't stand that music. It's probably the worst music in the game. I don't remember the music being that bad. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I think it's awful. I mean, I like Pokemon music, pretty much any song, but this music is really, really nerve wracking for me. Maybe it's I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old. <laughs> but, it's unsettling to you. <laughs> but when you when you're trying to leave, uh. Lizia, Lizia, Lisa, Lisia. I don't know how to say her name. Liza. What? Lisa? I think it's Lisia. Lisia comes out, and uh, everyone runs to her, and she picks you out as being a Pokemon contest connoisseur. She's sort of like it. This is this is right outside of the contest hall, and she's sort of like a an like an idol in Hoenn. I guess, like I don't know if you're familiar with Japanese idols, like kind of just I don't know pop icons. I guess She's like the Britney Spears of Hoenn. Yeah, just like I don't know. She left her entourage somewhere else, but she uh, she she has this strange way of like she's like I'm gonna pick out the next star. And then she just goes, mm, not you, not you, you're dumb, this guy. <laughs> and then she points at you and she's like, that's it, I found him. Maybe she's just, she's so in tune with contest, Pokemon contest, that she knew that you would be the perfect one for it. Well, she clearly has bad judgment, because as soon as she finished talking, I was like, nope, not going in there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually gave it a shot. I the one of the things that I liked about this is that uh for for people who may or may not have known or may be new to the series or have forgotten the contests were introduced at least uh I should probably double check that fact before I state it. Uh I remember the contests being introduced in Ruby Sapphire Emerald. Is that right? Ruby Sapphire Emerald. I believe you are right. So I I thought it was cool to see them really update it for the game that's a remake of the game that introduced them. And it I don't know, it just felt a lot more it feels like a lot more of an experience than it has in the previous games, in my opinion at least. I've never really cared about the contests. I I will always when I get to that point where they're giving me the contest tutorial or they're, they're introducing it for the first time in the previous games. I will try it, but I typically don't stick around too long. Uh I actually took some time with this one and tried to do as good as I could as well as I could. And then uh have been sort of planning as I go for doing contests later on in the future, which I never cared about before. So the cool thing, though, when you go in, you you she brings you in and she takes you to the counter and you have to get your your contest pass or whatever. 
Uh, and then you go to the, to your green room, I guess, and you're getting ready for the contest. Uh, and she's kind of coaching you along a little bit. You pick what contest you're doing, like you would for any other uh, coolness, uh, cuteness, beautifulness, beautiful, uh, smart, and toughness are like the five contests. And de- regardless of how you do in that contest, when you leave, you have like a someone who comes running up to you and says, hey, that was awesome. Here, maybe you can use this in the future and it will help you. And they give you a Pikachu. And then you get to pick what costume that Pikachu is wearing from the five contest types. And then you get your cosplay Pikachu. And it acts just as any other Pikachu, except that it's wearing this super cool costume every time you use it. That's pretty sweet. Even in battle. So I did the, I went in there, I was like, I'm a super cool guy with my cool hat that makes me look like I have white hair. I'm going to go for the coolness contest. And I got the Rockstar Pikachu with Meteor Mash because they all have uh, special moves. Um, so the Pikachu Bell, which is the beautiful Pikachu, gets Icicle Crash. The Popstar Pikachu, which is the cuteness one, gets Draining Kiss. PhD Pikachu, which is the smartness contest, gets elect, uh, Electric Terrain. And Pikachu Libre, which if I would have known, because I went into this pretty spoiler-free, if what if I would have known that there was a Pikachu Libre, like uh, wrestling Pikachu for the toughness contest with the special move Flying Press, I probably would have picked that because that that Luce mask is pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty cool. I didn't realize that the the costumes would stay regardless of where you were in the world. Like you. In any battle that you're in, that Pikachu has that costume on. It's pretty cool. That does sound cool. I like Pikachu. Uh, And then after that, that's pretty much it. I went in a second time just to try the Pikachu and see, and he had all four of his moves were coolness moves. Um, And I swept the competition because the first time I didn't do that great. Hmm. That's about it for contests. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there are. I haven't looked into this too much, but I don't know if there are way if there's a way to acquire all five of the Pikachu's in one game. I, I might know. look into it that. Would also be interesting to see moving that Pikachu into a future game, right? I'm I'm assuming if you evolve it into a Raichu, it loses everything as well. Probably. Uh, what I would like to see in the future, and maybe. Nobody else wants to see this, but if you could, of course, we have to get to a point where you can customize your character before we can get to a point where you're customizing your Pokemon. But if you could dress your Pokemon, depending on how you want them to look in the uh, contests, and then that showed up in the actual game, that would be kind of neat. If you could customize yourself and your whole party. Yeah, if only in a Pokemon game we could customize ourselves. <laughs> One day the last step. We have steps to take before we can get there. <laughs> Come on, pick it up, Pokemon Company. Um, so if you if you go north, 
of this town, you get to Route 110. And uh, this this route is blocked uh, because of two reasons. One, uh, that's where the bike path is, and you need to have a bike to get there. Um, so you can't take the bike path. The second reason it's blocked is because of Team Aqua or Team Magma, whichever game you have. But after you clear out the museum, you hear uh, Team Magma or Aqua talk about going to um, the mountain. I can't remember the mountain's name, but Mount Chimney. Mount Chimney. Chimney. Uh, and then they leave, which opens up the path for you. Uh, right away, I, there's the trick trick house you can go into. Um, but you need cut in order to get through it. And I still haven't gone back to get cut. So I was like, all right, see you later, house. <laughs> and, and then to the, to the left of that is Route 103, which is actually uh, something not needed to go down. But uh, it's optional, so we'll probably get that to next episode since... We've got more to talk about. Uh, and then if you go right, which is underneath the bike path, uh, that'll take you to uh, Mall, Mallville City. Mallville. 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 Uh, nothing spectacular. Uh, about... Before that, you encounter your rival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's she's on route. Not super eventful, but. Yeah, she's on route uh, 110. Um, May. We both have May. Yep. Uh, she's actually, I don't know, for me, she was a little tough only because I forgot that uh, Combuskin is super good because of speed boost. Or not speed boost, but every time she used like flare blitz or something, her her Combuskin got super fast. Yeah. And that was super annoying. I have uh, I started with Torchic, so she had a level 20 Marshomp. Mm-hmm. And then she had a Slugma and a Shroomish I wrote down. Yeah, for me, because I started with Trico, she had Combuskin, Shroomish, and Whalmer. And then if you had, uh, if you started with Mudkip, or I mean, if you start with Torchip, she... Wait, you started with Torchip. Yes. If you start with Mudkip, she has uh, Gro, Grovile, Whalmer, and Slugma. Highest Pokemon being level 20. Uh, what's funny is her Pokemon are the same strength as the gym leader when we get to him. <laughs> Makes no sense. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, she, after you she, beat her, though, she gives you the dowsing machine, which is cool. Yep, yep. Uh, and there's some dowsing machine stuff in that area. And that's about it. There's some berries, I think. Uh, the other interesting thing about Route 110 is there's a ton of different Pokemon on it. There's some good variety of Pokemon in the tall grass. You got Electite, Gulpin, Oddish, Minin. Plusle, Voltorb, Voltorb, Wingle, Zigzagoon, and then you can Horde Counter, Magnemite, and then if you fish with the old rod, you can get uh, Magikarp and Tentacool. That's all a lot of them. Yes, quite a bit. I think the only one I haven't gotten is Magnemite before I star badge off that area. Yeah. Uh, we get to Mallville City, and... For the life of me, I don't remember the city at all from a That's because ago. it's completely different. Is it? I, this I was... is, at least to the point that I'm at, this is right now my favorite location in the game. It's pretty cool. I like it. It wasn't a giant mall before. <laughs> uh, that's all. It's like it's been completely developed since the previous game. 
since the the original games. Uh, I mean, it, it had stuff in it, like it was a pretty big city, but it was definitely was not a mall, like a huge mall. I like it though. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, there's a uh, quite a bit of sh- shops here in the mall. Um, so there's there's the gym, which we'll get to. Uh, there's TV Mallville, uh, with the TV station that stalks you. There's the Battle Institute. There's the Inverse Battle Shop. There's the Ultimate Move Move Studio. There's the Pledge Move Dojo. There's the Song and Sword Move Academy. There's the Mallville Food Court, which we'll get to. There's the Crooner Cafe. There's the Failed Businessman. Everyone's life dream. <laughs> There's the Narcissus Mirror Shop. The Poke Mileage Center. The Pokemon Reflexology Services. The Ritzy Ribbon Retail. And then your Pokemon Center. Your Pokemart. Uh, there's a bunch of elevators that you're not allowed to take. And then there's, there's the top part of the mall, uh, which you can get... Uh, it's actually three separate locations, which is crazy. Like it's, I mean, I guess it's not as crazy compared to Lumios. And if I had to compare it to something to give like a sense of scale, like I don't think it's as big as Lumios was in X and Y, but it's definitely the same concept. And it's like everything is a navigate, right? It's it's definitely like adjusted perspectives so that you can see all the shops and everything as you're going through it. It's like a big square, and the first floor is shops all around these, like, four halls. And then you can enter the in the inside. There's, like, a courtyard. You go into the courtyard, and it's, like, a little garden with a fountain or whatever it is. I don't think it's a fountain. It's, like, a statue. Uh, and then there's a second floor and then a third floor. So there's four separate locations to Mauville City. It's huge. Uh, yeah, it's pretty big. Um, like I said, very very easy to walk around compared to Lumios. Um, you can always tell, like, Pokemon games will always introduce, like, this big city come, like, second to third gym area. And, like, the first game, it was Hel- Celadon City with the, the, um, the shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Which was like the arcade, floor. yeah, like six floors, the gambling center, which they took out, um, <laughs> and then of course in in X and Y was Lumios, and then in black and white was um, uh, Castelia. Yep, Castelia. Uh, so first thing uh, in the town is if you head straight to the gym, uh, you'll see Wally. And Wally wants to battle, and I think his dad's with him, and his... Or is or it, Wally. Is it his uncle, or is his dad? I think it's his uncle, because I wrote something in my notes about Uncle Jesse. From Full House? Yes. <laughs> um, Correct. So, uh, 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 Wally asks to battle you, and he only has one Pokemon, a set level 17 Ralts, and... I used my level 20 Skitty, and I used Tackle, and I one-shotted his Ralts because I got a critical <laughs> hit. And uh, I was like, Wally. Later, Wally. So this one, like, we've been joking about how the battles have not been super challenging. This one was 
purposefully not challenging because he, as soon as you get to Mauville, you see him outside with his uncle and he runs in, he runs up to you and he says, Hey, I'm going to go challenge the gym leader. Bye. And then he runs away. And then when you get to outside of the gym, he's out there with his uncle and his uncle's like, you can't do this. You're terrible and you're not going to make it. And then he says, my <laughs> uncle thinks I'm bad at Pokemon. Let's show him I'm not. I challenge you to a battle. And it's basically, you're supposed to like, initially I was like, I don't want to crush this little kid's dreams. Like, this is not what I'm here for. I'm here to be the best that I can be. And then I justified it when his, or it felt justified when his uncle, after I beat him, was like, it's okay, this was a good thing because he was going to get destroyed in there. And then they just go home. (laughs) It's a very very depressing situation. (laughs) Man, what if there was like branching story paths where like if you lose to a rival, like you don't re-battle, like that sticks and matters later on. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. But after after you do battle him, he like attempts to ask you to be his rival, but he like can't get the words out, and then he just runs away. He gets really embarrassed. I like Wally. He's all right. He's all right in my book. Not bad. He's okay. Wally and his rolls. <laughs> uh, some creepy dude in the Pokemon Center gives you some old powers. I think his name's Giddy. Uh, I notice everyone oh, in yeah. Malville right. City will ask you multiple questions. Like three different people, including Giddy, I think was one was like, "Do you like this? Yes. Are you sure you like this? Yes. Do you want me to continue asking questions?" His yes. dialogue was great because you were saying yes or no to things that weren't yes or no questions. I don't remember. Or even necessarily questions. Like at one point, he's like, "I really like going outside and looking at trees," and you're like, "Yes or no?" <laughs> like, what is it? Does that mean? <laughs> Uh, the food court. Did you go in? I did. I thought it was really interesting. I thought so too. I think it's, uh, I haven't been back, but I'm, correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm guessing that it's a different restaurant depending on what day you're in there. Um, I'm that not, you can get food from. Uh, I have, um, I have the guidebook open that I got off Amazon for $9. Because I walked into the food court and then I walked out because I was like, I want to get to the gym first. Uh, but I know uh, Sarabee was talking about this on uh, on Twitter because some people compared it to the the food battles in X and Y. Right. And uh, from my understanding, before I got to it, the food court battle you can only do once a day. Okay. Uh, whereas the restaurant battles you can just keep doing over and over. But, right. Uh, and I think people exploited that. Not necessarily, necessarily exploited it, but it was a way to, like, like I don't know, get a ton of money really right. fast. Right. Uh, you have the, the Village Sub Combo, the Magnemite uh, Croquettes. I'm saying that. Croquettes? Croquettes? I don't know. Croquettes? I've never it eaten that It might be croquettes. I'm unsure. And then the, Ma- the Malville uh, Ramen Bowl. Ramen Bowl. Which apparently is the uh, most expensive thing. I don't know if Japan understands ramen in America. <laughs> but that stuff's 99 cents. <laughs> Real ramen, however, is quite an exquisite dish. <laughs> uh, the rewards is... Uh, the rewards is... The rewards are a nugget for the sub-combo, a pearl string for the 
Magnemite, and the Big Nugget for the ramen. So what what restaurant did you get when you did yours? I didn't battle at all. I walked in and walked out. Oh, okay. So I had the ramen shop, and it was the only one that had an empty line. There was no line there. And I could just walk up and order, and the line never moved for the other ones. So I'm guessing because you can only do it once a day, each day it's different which restaurant you can eat at. Eat at, right. So it's basically the same concept, though. Like you sit down, you sit at your table, you order your food, and you sit down at your table. And then you have to fight for your seat, which this is this concept of. Sounds like a Starbucks. Having to. Like, once you're sitting, you're still not safe. People can still come up and bully you out of your seat It's like by you challenging you to Pokemon battles. Order your coffee at Starbucks. You sit down. They call your name. You get up to get your coffee. You put some sugar in it. You return. Your seat's gone. That's right. And, and then some you guy's sitting there with three Magikarps. Whip out your 3DS, and you're like, I'm going to battle you for the seat. And the guy was like, what are you talking about? I'm here to do my finances. Settle it and smash. <laughs> uh, a couple other shops the mirror shop uh, tells you to bring back a thunderous landorus or tornadus um, some dude on the on the way to the roof I think in the hallway uh, asked to see a genesect mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything that uh, there's the, the random guy standing outside of his shop. I don't know if this was going to come into play later or what. The, uh, the failed businessman? Yeah, he's like, oh, well, I tried. Oh, well. That's it. My life is over. I can't afford the ramen. I can't open the shop. <laughs> Nobody will let me sit down. They just keep challenging me, challenging me to battles. <laughs> uh, there's also the uh, cycle, uh, the bicycle shop. Uh, there's TV Marvel. I didn't go into any of these. Um, there's the inverse battle place apparently as well, which I think there was only one inverse battle in X and Y. Uh, was it the? Oh, I don't remember. I'm old. I'm blinking. <laughs> but they're all kind of like on the side. Nothing is really indoors. It's like an open mall, which I think might be more. Uh, I don't know. It's it's like the shops are there's there's definitely shops there, but there's no there's no like front to them. Like you don't walk into the shop, you just walk up to it, and the perspective changes, and then you're talking to somebody at a counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the like I think that might be easier for like it might be more. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like. To navigate through there, it might be easier to do it that way so that you're not like walking into a store and then walking out and going, I forgot where I was after, you know, uh, talking to somebody for. Yeah. But uh, the TV Mauville I went into just to see what it was like. And it's it's kind of neat because it's it's like giving you a tour of everything that you see on your uh, BuzzNav, like all the news stuff that they do. It's, they're like, here, this is where we do it all. And uh, you can actually sit at the news anchor desk and give, like, a fake newscast from the desk. Like, it changes the perspective so that it looks like you're giving the news, which is kind of cool. Not not a whole lot to do in there that's important to the game, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just something neat. 
Uh, let's get to the Mallville City gym battle. All right. Uh, this is Watson, uh, I believe. Yep. Uh, Watson, probably the most memorable uh, gym leader from Hoenn that I rem- that I think of when I think of Hoenn. Uh, probably the most disappointing gym. It doesn't do anything fantastic like the last two gyms. Yeah. Like, I, no, it's a very simple puzzle. Like, yeah, and there's no good angles or mini cutscenes. Yeah, it just I mean the the structure of the gym is that there's switch plates and because it's an electric gym there's like electrical beams that are blocking your path and you have to step on the red switches to change the red beams and the blue switches to change the blue beams. And it's a pretty quick simple puzzle. It's not super eventful. Um yeah, he kind of So obviously black and white introduced volt switch and i don't know what watson's strategy was before black and white came out i don't remember that battle but uh it is uh nothing but volt switch when you do battle him (laughs) um which was a little annoying he just tackled before x and y came out oh did he no i don't (laughs) Uh, yeah, so this was His actually... His whole life changed when he was introduced uh, to the Volt Switch. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't battle wild Pokemon. I just catch them. I, I battle almost all the trainers, so, you know, I didn't... I was well above the 1921 and 19. He has a Magnemite, Magneton, and Voltorb. Uh, all Gen 1 Pokemon, I just want to point out. And... Which was his team, apparently, in the original Ruby Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And he volt switched between Voltorb and Magnemite until one got knocked knocked out. Then he volt switched to Magneton. A uh, little tricky for me because a lot of my Pokemon were weak to electric, and he thunder waved everything. Yeah, that's actually the one note that I wrote about this. I, I said that it was only a little bit tricky in that, like we've been talking about the gym leaders not being incredibly difficult, but. This one might be only because I don't think you come across a lot of ground types before you get or like something that you can use as a benefit on the type chart against him before you get there. So it's just kind of like the more overpowered you are, then the better you'll do. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Like, I, I got it on my first try. It was just a lot of, like, oh, I'm paralyzed this time. And, oh, now he's volt switching. Okay, cool. Um, I'll just continue waiting. Yep. Uh, and then when you are done, he gives you the dynamo badge. Uh, you can use rock smash outside of battle now. And then he gives you volt switch. Which, again, I'm curious of what he gave you in Hoenn. Like, it's not that important. Like, it's not like it's groundbreaking if I knew, but I thought it was interesting that they pretty much took everything that Eliza did in black and white and they gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what he did in the what he gave you in the I have the his little page up right now and I mean in Emerald he had a different team than he had in Ruby and Sapphire. And different than he has in Omega Ruby and Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. He had an electric and a manic trick, it looks like. Manic trick. 
in yeah, addition get, to a magneton and a Voltorb. I don't get why they wouldn't have him have Manetric. It's like that is a Gen three Pokemon. We're playing a Gen three game. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. They just didn't want to introduce him yet. They have a special something that he's going to be introduced in. I don't know. I made that up. <laughs> I'm trying to justify it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but uh, that kind of wraps up our journey. Yep, that's that's it. Yeah, old Watson. Watson. I actually just read. I found that he gives you Thunderbolt in the previous version. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take to get to Gym 4 here. Looks like there's a lot of optional stuff coming up. Um, so whatever's interesting, we'll talk about. Uh, it didn't take us a week to get you this episode. It only took us five days, so we're picking up the pace. Yep. Um, hustle, hustle. Hustle, hustle. I am going on a mini vacation this coming weekend, so hopefully I can get another episode out before I leave on Friday. And then, since I'll be away from everything, I'll have plenty of time to overplay Pokemon, hopefully, and then have more when I get back. That's the game plan. There you go. There you go. Anything else, Micah? Nope. <laughs> um, slowly, slowly playing Pokemon. And that's it. Holy plan. Where can they find you? I am on Twitter at Micah the Brave. M-I-C-A-H. Not any other misspelling of my name. And uh, I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Micah the Brave. You can find me there. I stream dumb games for everybody to watch. I've been doing Captain Toad. And it's a lot of fun. You like it? I do actually really like it. Uh, I had an interesting encounter. I the first they have like a couple episodes. I'll make this really quick because we're cutting it out. But uh, they have a couple episodes that you play through, and the first episode is you playing as Captain Toad, and uh, Toadette gets kidnapped. And someone in the stream said, "Why is it always the dude who gets kidnapped?" And then in the second episode, Captain Toad gets kidnapped, and then Toadette is who you play as. So I thought that was kind of cool. That was pretty cool. Except, aren't they not supposed to have genders? Uh, yeah, maybe. I, they're genderless. <laughs> but they're, they're uh, you know, we won't have the conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> Too deep. <laughs> um, you can, you can follow me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter uh, at Pokemon Podcast. And you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pkmncast. We are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, Omni Radio, Scatter Radio, other stuff. Directly, you can listen to us directly on pokemonpodcast.com as well. Um, If you are a Kickstarter backer, I sent out a survey for shirt sizes. Some some people asked what about addresses. Don't worry about that. Just getting a headcount on shirt sizes, which I'll probably place that order. Uh, sometime this week, as well as uh, the stickers and buttons, sometime this week as well. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, it doesn't look like that stuff's going to be in before Christmas, uh, just because I've already talked to uh, the printer and it wouldn't have happened even if I submitted it like two weeks ago, just because of the holidays, uh, which is fine because uh, I did say the rewards would come in January, just because I figured holiday stuff would mess us up. So. 
It's all right. No big deal. Uh, but we'll get that to you soon. Uh, as for other things, uh, Travis and Will did not die. Uh, Mike and I are just running through these through Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And then uh, once we get to the game, uh, Pokemon Podcast will return to its normal structure of the show. And then if you back to be on the show, uh, we will start getting dates and times for you guys to be on the show. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, and again, uh, big thanks to the Kickstarter backers who helped fund the show and uh, made us keep going. Uh, other than that, this has been another episode uh, of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are... It is super effective. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>